Yo, I am the I am hyphen X and welcome to the Great Conversation Podcast, where we indulge in healthy dialogue about topics that are important in today's society and culture. We're coming to you live right now from the LFP Network, right exclusively here on YouTube. All you got to do is click on the description there. You'll see the link. Go ahead and subscribe if you haven't. Man, we are back. Great Conversation is back. I'm happy to see uh, we got some viewers out there. We will have a point in time, guys, where you guys can actually chime in. And also, if you guys have have any questions uh, throughout the time that we're here. Hello, how you doing? Uh, while we're here, guys, go ahead and uh, place your questions in there. And we can bring them right up here on the screen like so. Okay? So, you guys have any questions at this time, uh, you know, while we're doing this, let me let us know, man. Uh, I just want to let you guys know that we got the sponsor for today's uh, episode is Roots Branches, a healthy, creative, and uh, healthy and creative expression. Roots Branches is a non-for-profit organization that is dedicated to the development of healthy and creative ex- um, expression. Okay, the mission there is to provide participants with healthy methods of expression, ex- expressing themselves with healthy communication. All right, communication is must and key. They are accepting donations right now. That's at Cash App. Uh, what's that? Dollar sign Roots. That's R O O T Z Branches B R A N C H E S. That is dollar sign R O O T Z B R A N C H E S, okay. Now everything coming through. Isn't that funny? <laughs> All right. Boom. Thank you so much for putting that in the comments there. Appreciate that. Now oh, that must be Alex. <laughs> What's going on, fam? On the other side of thing. Look at that. I just knew that was Alex based off. Based off of how helpful she was. <laughs> All right, man. So th- we are back in the second part of our three-part series. Those who have been chosen to lead. Uh, last week we had uh, Miss Allison, Allison, Allie Two Hood on. Last week we talked about the blood oath. Today, today bringing on Stacy L. Smith of Blossom and Grow LLC. We're talking about the awakening. Are you awake or are you sleepwalking? Are you awake or are you sleepwalking? Gonna go ahead and bring on Stacy. Hey Stacy, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Man. Go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself, about your organization real quick. Uh, tell us what is Blossom and Grow? Well, Blossom and Grow is a nonprofit um, that was given to me um, a few years ago. I have been working on doing my own thing when it comes to uh, gardening and uh, planting and stuff like that. I was trying to start my own business, but every time um, I tried, it got blocked, you know? there was always something coming up and it was called actually the black flower is what I was going to call it. Um, but I tried for a good 10 years to get it going and it just couldn't get off the ground. So Blossom and Grow was evolved from that. And basically Blossom and Grow, we advocate for survivors of domestic violence, sexual assault, and, um, human trafficking. We also teach classes on how to heal your trauma. Um, not just for the survivor, but for their family. Um, recognizing that you can't just heal the survivor, but you have to heal the people that were also involved in their trauma because they were traumatized as well. So that's what we do. Mm. Trauma is like the root of a lot of. Uh, I don't. I, I don't like to use the word problems anymore, but mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, issues that one may have trauma is pretty much the root of it now we're talking about the awakening Mm -hmm. when 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 did you say that you became awake to your situation and what did that mean to you um i want to say i started awakening in my 30s um 
I have started to really understand what my awakening was in my 40s. Um, I am now, I'm 47 years old, for those of you that don't know. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say that. And um, I, I began understanding in my 30s what was happening to me, but I wasn't sure because I didn't have any teachings of what an awakening was because I grew up in a very religious family, Jesus Christ, Pentecostal, Church of God type situation. And uh, they really didn't put, you know, there were certain things you couldn't talk about, there certain things that you couldn't say, you know, um, you were a child, so you were meant to be seen and not heard. That's the, that's the uh, way that I grew up, okay? So when I started going through my awakening in my 30s, my children were growing with me. They were growing up. And um, we were living in Pennsylvania. Uh, right now we're living in Baltimore. Not all of us, but um, they are grown now, all of them, except for my 17-year-old. And um, when I started going through the awakening, um, my body started changing, my mind started changing. Things that I wanted to do started changing. Uh, and I realized this. You have a question. Oh, okay, I thought you were about to say something. Um, but yeah, no, I um, I started eating different. I started living different. I started taking out things in my life that no longer held anything, any value to me. Um, that's how I know knew that I was starting to wake up, that there was something else out there for me. I knew as a child that I had a gifts, but they were diminished by toxic family members. Mm. Um, and as I got older and I started realizing that I needed to get rid of their voices in my head, um, it was hard for me to let go of family. But I realized, you know, that they were the ones kind of holding me back and I was holding myself back by holding on to them. Mm. So um, even though you're born into a family and I know people say, oh, family is everything. Family is everything. Are they? Um, I think that you decide who is everything or what is everything to you. And when we tend to get attached to things such as family, um, we don't live out our full potential. So. You just you just put a lot on the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just put a lot on. You just put a lot on the sandwich right now. Guys, this is the Great Conversation Podcast, man. I am the I am hyphen X, man. We got Stacy L. Smith with us of Blossom and Grow LLC. Uh, we're just talking right now, getting to know Stacy. She was telling us about how she, uh, you know, was, you know, held back. You know what I'm saying? How she started her awakening. She says she started awakening in her 30s here, and she had to unattach from a lot of people that felt like they were entitled to your loyalty. That's what I'm kind of hearing. Mm, is mm. that what I'm, okay. Yeah, you got it. All right. I, I just want to make sure I, I don't want to miss, misrepresent anyone. <laughs> you, got it. you know, it was, it was more so I was the giver in the family and I was the one who tried to, you know, after we lost certain family members, I tried to keep some type of a link in the family going. Um, we lost my grandmother and my aunt in one year, a few days apart from each other. And they were like the glue that held the family together as far as coming together when there was tragedy or, or if someone needed something, they were the ones that were there. And um, I tried to pick that up, but I don't feel like my family took me seriously. And um, I feel like um, it made me realize that they weren't really trying to be there unless they needed something from me. Now, I was good enough as long as they needed something from me and I could provide it. Mm. But, um, after that, they didn't want to, you know, deal with me. You know, I was always the one making the travel arrangements to go see them. But no one would come see me and my children. So when I started backing away and stopped going to family events and, uh, you know, getting not getting invited and stuff, I was OK with that because I didn't want to be around you anyway. Because you want to be around me. And you were showing that to me by not communicating with me on a regular basis. Why was I always the one to be reaching out, you know? I'm asking right now in the chat, how many black sheeps are watching right now? 
If you are a black sheep, go ahead and throw 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 a five. We're gonna throw fives now. For a, for a high five. All right, throw put a five in there, man. How many black sheets watching right now? Now you're saying some you're saying some things now. We we were talking about gifts last week, and you just said that you had some gifts that were suppressed uh by family members. Mm-hmm. What what are those gifts? I'm uh, I sing. Um I also write. And um, I see, I'm a, I'm a seer, uh, I'm a reader as some people call it. And because I grew up in a very religious, Jesus Christ only type family situation, I wasn't able to progress in my gifts when I was younger, but I knew I had something. I would see visions, but I knew that I couldn't tell anybody because either I would be called crazy or, you know, you're a child, you don't know what you're talking about type situation. No one wanted to hear from me. It, it, I was very, a very silent member in my family, very silent. Uh, I would talk and people would not listen. And so I got to the point where I was just silent. Mm. That I, I can relate. I can definitely relate to that. Um, being being told that what you believe or to challenge what someone else belief is and being outcast and you know shut up don't don't question just do mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like don't say nothing don't don't do not challenge right which right. is the total opposite of the man and whom they worship jesus christ because everything he did was a challenge absolutely absolutely so it just didn't make sense to me you know um even though i did grow up in the church and a few of my children also you know i was still like i said i really didn't come awaken until 30s and i had my first child when i was 22. Mm. so um i really didn't start waking up until my 30s and so i was still taking my children to church but the church kept hurting me and so I decided about 15 years ago to leave the church alone mm. and ask God to bring me what I needed for me directly from him instead of trying to go through a, you know, a, middle, a middleman. And he heard me and he started to bless me and show me who I really was. Mm. And who was that? Who you see in front of you. Ooh. The that. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> Absolutely. I would not be who I was today had I not decided to leap, take that leap of faith and step out and uh, leave certain people alone in my family and in my friends. I've cut uh, a lot of people out of my life that I realized it, you're not on the same frequency that I'm on and I need to let this go. It was hard. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I even had to leave my sister alone. Um, mm. My only sister. She's older than me. And I've try- I tried several times to heal that relationship, but it's stuck and stagnant. And I can't. I can't do that anymore. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward with my mission, with what God has me to do. Wow. Guys, we are live here on LFP Network, looking for a production network here. We're talking on the Great Conversation Podcast. I am the I am hyphen X. We're speaking with Stacey L. Smith of Blossom and Grow LLC. Guys, we're talking about the awakening. Are you awake or are you sleepwalking? And we do have uh, a short list, not, not not in any necessary necessary order. order. Not, in, not really in order, but as you're speaking about your awakening, you know i am seeing i'm like i'm seeing some of these things i'm like okay so this stuff is not uh garbage yeah. like this like this stuff is real because yeah. i because I, i'm seeing here that you have to start observing your patterns absolutely you know what i'm saying observing your patterns and you know and usually that comes in forms of questions yes. you know what i'm saying like do i really need to be drinking so much why do i get angry so often why am i always comparing myself to others why can't I get out the bed when the alarm goes off? And why do I like drama so much? You know, these are just examples of some questions that you may ask. Stacy, in your awakening, where were some questions that you asked yourself? 
that you just needed yeah or that you needed the answers you said one that you pray that you went to god and said you want a direct connection granted boom what you do with that connection i started to i started to do my shadow work um my shadow work is what led me to be the person that i am that you see sitting in front of you you cannot expect to be awakened and not go through the deep dark in order to get through the the light to get to the light you got to go into that deep dive into the dark and find out who you really were and why you did the things that you did you know i had a pattern of lying when i was younger and i realized as i got older where i got it from which was my mother and i realized where she got it from because she was so worried about what other people thought of her and so she tried to make herself out to be something totally different than what she actually was and so she lied and i picked up on that as a child and so i carried it on into my life when i was going through my awakening god totally showed me everything that i did everything because i asked for it so you better be careful what you ask for okay you're you're going to be shown it when you go into that deep dive into your soul finding out well what do i have to do to make my life better god's going to show you okay well do you remember this and do you remember that and do you remember this do you remember how you responded to that do you remember how what decisions you made because of that you're, you're going to get your answers and it's up to you to look at it for what it is and change it and say, okay, I, I know that I fucked up. I know that I did wrong. And yes, I'm sorry I cussed, but that's, this is me. Hey, talk how the fuck you want to talk. <laughs> so it's, it's like, I, I knew that there were things that I needed to change about me in order to bring in the life and, and to continue to receive the gifts that God had for me. So I did the deep dive. I so did the deep dive and I'm still doing it. You have to continuously do shadow work. You have to continuously do it. It's not a once and done thing. Like your awakening is not a once and done thing. You awaken over and over and over again. If you allow yourself to be, but if you wanna stay stuck, you stay at that first stage. I used to have this saying all the time, you know, and then like we don't know the power of words. I used to be like, man, you know, I'm just I'm just stuck on start. Mm. I'm I'm just stuck on start. And for a very long time, I was stuck on start. You know what I'm saying? Until I start saying things like I'm not where I used to be. You know what I'm saying? That's a call to action for travel. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the way what Ali Ali uh said here. She said generational lion. Yes. yes. <laughs> generational generational yes, lion. And you have you have to definitely see it for what it is. And you know, I realized as I was awakening why my mother did it as well. She was traumatized. First of all, I watched my mother go through domestic violence situations and um you know, not come out on the good end. Basically losing everything that she had. She ended up on drugs. And uh, this was after my father passed. I was seven years old when my father died. And the following year, my mother got married mm. to a man who uh, destroyed me and my sister's life and our connection. And I'm not going to say more than that on that, but I think you all can read between the lines. Mm -hmm. And uh, I watched my mother get beat down by this man continuously. And uh, there were times where we didn't have lights, we didn't have gas, we didn't have water running in our house because my mom was addicted. She was trying to cover up that trauma from either the domestic violence or from what happened to her when she was younger because my mother lived a life that I believe was very painful for her and she never talked about it at all. She uh, was a very hard woman. I don't remember her telling me that she loved me. I don't remember her hugging me that much until she got older. When she got older and she was sickly, I heard my mother tell me, I love you for the very first time. Um, wow. Me and my mother had parted ways when I was, when I was 14, I left um, home. And uh, I didn't see my mother again until I was almost 26 and having my second child. 
and uh, I had moved away uh, from where she was and it was rough for her. I knew it was, but she was dealing with her demons and I needed to be away from her. Um, even though I was very young, I knew that I could handle it. I don't know how, but God brought me through all of that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So as I was awakening in my thirties, I was able to look back at my mother's situation and see that she was traumatized. Yeah. And I was able to forgive her. You know, I was, I was able to forgive her and have a whole new relationship with her before she passed in 2020. So I, I got a good 10 years, maybe even 20 after, uh, me and my mom separated. I got a good 10, maybe 15 years before she died to start a whole new relationship with my mother. And it was one of the best relationships I've ever had in my life. Um, but it was because I was able to forgive her because I was able to see that she was human too. Yeah. She had this trauma that she didn't deal with and she didn't know how to deal with it because the family that I grew up in didn't allow you to feel. They didn't, you to feel. They didn't want you to cry. They didn't want you to, you know, that, that was too much for them. That was too much emotion for them. So uh, I learned then that I didn't want to raise my kids like that. So I stopped taking my kids around them. You know, I have three boys, so three black men I was raising. And I didn't want them to feel the harshness of be a man, be a man. You know, I don't, you're a kid, be a kid, be a kid. You know, I, I don't think people understand that from your childhood trauma as a parent, if you're not healed, you're passing on that trauma mm. to your children. Say that. I'm over here fighting back. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. Y'all know I really believe in being transparent on my uh on my platform here. And um I'm fighting back the tears because as I'm listening to you speak, I'm becoming triggered because mm. That's how I grew up. Mm. Mm. That's 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 how it was for me. So I'm 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 over here. I'm over here thinking like, okay, am I awake or am I sleepwalking? Well, then as a, getting all this trauma inflicted into me by unhealed humans who have a response who don't understand the responsibility of my emotional upbringing. As well as you know, physical and making sure I get education. These things, are, but making sure that my emotions are regulated. They, they, ah, man. I feel you, bro. Man, I like, I mean, I, I really, rough. I used to be told a lot. Oh, you're too sensitive. Oh, you're, you know, I couldn't help that. That's who I was. That's who I was made to be in a family of people who refuse to be sensitive. And don't get me wrong. Yes, there's a time and a place for it, but sometimes you can't regulate that um, when your emotions gonna come out. And I don't feel like anyone should because the problem is I feel is that we're scared to show emotion. We're scared to show that we're human because we're worried about other people trying to take advantage of that. But what you have to remember is they can only take advantage of that if you allow them to. Yeah. So take back your power and yeah. still allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to be transparent, to allow yourself. I was I did a live last night on uh, TikTok, The Awakened Empress, where I boohooed like a baby because mm. of the reading that came out. And I don't care who saw it because it was pure emotion. It was what I was feeling at that time. And when we start taking pure emotion out of things, that's why we end up where we are right now. Look at us right now. Look at this world. Yeah. It's like I'm looking, I'm hearing you, and I'm 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 seeing myself as a child. And I'm like, I was very awake then. So at what point, at what point did I decide like I'm about to just go ahead and be sleep? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because to some understand that to to be sleep is a choice. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. To be yes, sleep is. is a choice. You know what I'm saying? It's a choice. And then I you know, we always talk about when did you wake up? You know what I'm saying? No, when did you, we start out awake? Children are a natural cur uh curious beings. Agreed. And then we somehow some way when life or the teachings of someone else comes towards you and it's different and you don't want that conflict. 
Yes. It's that trauma. The yeah. trauma will make you put that veil down so quickly to shield yourself from what you don't want to see. And that's what people don't get. A lot of our problems stem from us having unhealed trauma. And if you don't know that you are traumatized, then you can't deal with it. Because there's a lot of people walking around that are traumatized that don't even realize that they're traumatized. So I feel like I was sent here to help people uncover that trauma and to help heal it. Because you can't heal it if you don't feel it. Ooh. Like, like the old preachers that say, that a preach. <laughs> Is that a preach. Is it true? You can't, you can't heal what you can't feel. If you don't allow yourself to feel it and really feel it, you can't heal it. And mm. some people rather put up this brick, this wall, this this titanium tank, so that they don't. Nope, I'm not. I'm not dealing with it. But I dealt with it enough in my family. Like I have a family full of women. Let me say that. Mm full of black, strong women. But that is the problem is that we were just always trying to be strong. You get tired of just always having this brave face on and you wanna show who you are. And that's who I was since I was a child. I wasn't always brave and stuff like that. People look at me now and they're like, mm, I can't even imagine. But it's like, you have no idea what I've been through. And the things that I've seen in my life and it has awakened me to a point where well if i'm fucking going through it who else is fucking going through it mm. and who else needs help dealing with it so my sisters and my brothers are who i cling to right now that i'm trying to help deal with their trauma because if you are traumatized and you have children guess what it's you going down it. it's going down you just passed it down and it's time to help heal this black family that we keep talking about that and that's what it comes down to the fa healing the family understanding what family is yes. and that's that and you know that's a great segue into the second one here like i said these are in no particular order you know what i'm saying and the conversation is just flowing and everything is just matching up so you know what that means absolutely you know it says feeling a sense of connection absolutely by having a sense of connection here you find yourself taking interest in your community yes you try on the perspectives of someone whom you had previously seen as different mm. starting to have awareness of animals and the planet around you now everything that stacy was just saying that's what this is saying right here you start taking an interest in your community. She said the black family. You try on the perspective of someone whom you have previously seen different. I I started to understand my mother when I looked at her as a person. Yes. You know, the same thing happened with me with my father. When I stopped looking at him as his title and looked at him as just another human being, yes. oh, this, this nigga fucked up too. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not an excuse it's actuality yeah you know what i'm saying and then you start having awareness about animals and the planet and things yes. of that nature so this, you starting to wake up so now you were asleep good and then you was fighting your sleep because you didn't want to get up but now you're becoming aware yeah you know what i'm saying you're starting to come aware and then, then this is one you was preaching on earlier right here the yeah, uh buddy. this one right here what it say uh yeah attachments i'm having a little wag but you know that's what happened when you go live yes. <laughs> let it letting go it. letting go of attachments yes and you have to like that is part of your awakening is realize you don't have control over shit okay you think you do and it's nice to believe that but you really do not at any moment, a tower moment could come and take you out. Someone in your family mm. could get hurt. Someone closest to you could get killed. You never know. You just never know 
where something's going to land and it could land right on you. And I have experienced quite a few tower moments in my life because of my attachments to other people. Me feeling like, well, they're mine. They belong to me. And then not realizing, no, the fuck they don't. <laughs> they belong to whoever they choose to belong to. Okay. And I put my, I allow my power to be put in those people's hands. And so it caused my tower moments, like with my mother, like with the rest of my family, allowing them to feed into me what they wanted to. And I was attached to that. All the negativity, the toxicity, I was attached to it. And I realized how to free myself. I let it go. I let it go because it was hurting me and I was tired. I was tired of being hurt. And until you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you're not going to let it go. I don't care how old you are. I don't, I don't care what color you are. Until you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you will not let those attachments go. I don't attach myself to anything anymore. Not even my own children. Because at some point, guess Ooh. what? They're going to leave too. Yeah. They, leave. they got their own life to live. They got their own journey. I left that, that is a, that's very mature. That's a mature statement. It's the truth. I Man, mean, that is a mature statement. You you know, I I've tried over the years to teach my children their life skills and things that they need to know before they leave my home because I my kids had to grow up independent because I was single working mom. And sometimes I was working three jobs, working 20 hours a day okay just to make ends meet so i wasn't home a lot and i had to raise them independently so i taught them how to separate their clothes and wash their own clothes to cook a decent meal for themselves and i knew by teaching them that that i was going to have to let them go one day and let them fly little birdie fly and that's what i expect them to do i've taught you what you need to know it's time for me to unattach you from my apron spring strings and let you go do your thing. We didn't have that back in the day. And I, I think that's the that's the measure. Absolutely. No, I'm going ahead. Go ahead. You said we didn't have that back in the day. No, we didn't have that back in the day. You know, family wanted you to stay close to them and always do what they wanted you to do. I can't tell you how many cousins and nephews I babysat. Who I I was basically raising these kids. I was a teenager taking care of two, three, four-year-olds two, three at a time, giving them a bath, doing their hair, making sure they got ready for school in the morning. I'm a teenager. So I had to do what the family wanted me to do. I didn't put that responsibility on my kids. My kids were my responsibility. You know, I did teach them how to look out for each other. But at what point yeah. do you make them not have that attachment to, oh, well, I got to make sure that I'm home at this time because my little brother gets home and I got to make sure he... You can't put all that on a child. You can't put all that. And people just don't realize you're damaging that child to think, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. No, it's not. It's not. Because they're, they're young and they, they don't, they just know that they have to do it. So, exactly. yeah, atta attachment. Yeah, I'm, yeah. You got to let it go. And that's to anything a job, a car. Your car can get wrecked in two seconds. You ride up the street. Okay and see what happens you your your dog could die anytime that's an attachment yes i'm not saying that you shouldn't love things and you shouldn't be compassionate but i'm saying remember that things can be taken from you like that just I, as easy I've as they were given absolutely i've gone through it myself i know what it's like to have to build yourself back up man guys this is the great conversation podcast man i am the i am hyphen x we are talking with stacy l smith of blossom and grow llc this is uh the second installment of our three-part series those that have been chosen to lead we're talking about the awakening right now now just to do a brief recap some signs that you may see or recognize in your awakening process these are not in any order guys not in any order 
but you may start observing your patterns okay start that means just you know self-questioning why am i like this you know what i'm saying what's going on with me you know starting to have a real interest in self you know what i'm saying why do i drink so much why do i like why do i like so much why do i like drama you know what i'm saying why is it so hard for me to finish follow through and finish things you start to ask, ask yourself these questions but not just to ask not just ask yourself these questions in the uh the form of just you know putting yourself down but in the form in the way of uh trying to seek solution you know a lot of us i believe ask ourselves questions in the form of well this is just how i am you know what i'm saying no you are the way you are because you are you know what i'm saying action is what you decide to do Absolutely. you know what i'm saying you can you can you can change that at any given time and then we we jumped to uh number two here we said that uh, number two was feeling a sense of connection when you started to feel connection to your your community to your family you start seeing life uh through someone else's eyes that maybe you have you know prejudged you know what I'm saying because of the the trauma that they inflicted on you absolutely because it was inflicted on them mm. and then they never dealt with all they know how to do is pass I'm gonna share this. I'm gonna share this. I may not share nothing else with you, but you're gonna get some of this trauma. I know. <laughs> you better say it. <laughs> you're gonna say get some it. of this. What I think if we think about that, I, I I've been doing a study on epigenetics. And uh mm. epigenetics talks to us about uh things that happen that's in our DNA. Okay. So mm. understand that if you are pregnant with a child and you have unhealed trauma you are passing that trauma even to your unhealed child to your unborn child and and people don't get that so if you look back over our culture over all these years people say well how the hell do you let yourself be enslaved for 400 years the epigenetics they kept having us breed while we were enslaved so the yeah. mind has been enslaved for 400 years or more. You know, they only tell us about the 400. We know there's way more, okay? They only yeah. tell us, you know? But if people don't get that, if you have trauma and you're having children, your children will still have that trauma in their DNA. It's a proven fact that the uh, NIH, the National Institute of Health is doing studies on it regularly. And I'm right there with them. I'm looking at everything they're researching because it's going to be a part of the plant therapy that I use for Blossom and Grow. And if I can get the NIH to approve plant therapy to be a part of what people can use for their health insurance and counseling, mental health is something so important that we just don't think about. If you don't have your mental health, you don't have no health. Because it dictates that everything else i agree I, I feel compelled to say this right now is yes. that the the enemy understands science Absolutely. you know what i'm saying the enemy understands science and the power of the brain something that we really as a community kind of downplay mm -hmm. you know we're, we're so we're so stuck on being athletes and entertainers mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying that we're not understanding that it's a there's a science to why why you feel that way it's a science and why you feel as if, you know, talking, talking correct English or pursuing a uh, white collar job is considered, you know, I, I'm just going to say it. I, I hope I, I hope I offend someone. I hope I do. Yes, uh, do. Talking like white folk, yes. being like white, being like white folk. Yes. It, it's, a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a reason that you like that. And when you start to take interest in yourself and keeping it a thousand with yourself hey i got some issues for real it's something wrong with me yeah you know what i'm saying i'm going to seek my spirituality but i'm also going to get my mental health together but damn then you realize it's all intertwined yes, it is yes it is it's yes, all it intertwined is. absolutely absolutely Absolutely. It's all intertwined. Let me see here. Let me go to um whew. all right, man. Y'all know, you know what? The spirit is moving. Uh 
Well, I'm gonna go yeah, ahead and open up, the, open up yeah. the chat line. I'm gonna open up the chat. I'm gonna open up the chat line, man. I'm gonna go ahead and put the link in here. If you guys want to come on, you got any question, comments, concerns here? Uh, go ahead and drop them in the chat. I'm gonna drop the link here. Hold on. I'll be multitasking over here. Absolutely. I definitely feel like our, I, I definitely feel like the talk when it comes to the awakening and understanding that people all experience things differently. And I feel like we all need to understand that, but we have no empathy or sympathy for people these days to try to understand that they experience things different than I do. We need to yes. learn to be patient with people and each other. And, you know, I've had that gift since I was younger to empathize and to feel what other people are feeling, even if they're not directly in my energy. I had that as a child and it was so hard to have that, especially being in the type of family that I was in. Um, not people not wanting you to feel, people not wanting you to see, not understand, wanting you to be blind, you know, to to the truth. Uh, it was it was really hard being the leader that you see right now because I was that was not fed into me. It wasn't fed into me that I was a leader, that I could be a leader, that I had a way about me that was even though it was very gentle and sensitive you have a different way about you. But now I know that I'm a leader. And I know that I was sent here to move in a mission that God didn't have for anybody else. Only I could do it this way. And I feel like a lot more confidence wake up to that. Yes. And that's what I'm trying to do. I just, want, I just want us to all wake up to that. You can be a leader. I don't care who you are or where you come from. Okay. If y'all would not know, within the last year, I was homeless, okay? Uh. I was running from a man who was stalking me. And I ended up having to throw my things in storage and go live in a hotel with my children. Uh. And in order to get away from this man, and I mean, it wasn't just the regular type of stalking, like, it was a stalker stalker that I needed to get away from. And I still believe this man watches me now whenever I'm on. So when I went through that, that was another awakening for me to realize who I was and what I was sent here to do. And you, God kept saying that you keep on asking me, what were you sent here? To do? What is your purpose? And okay, so here it is, here it is. Now, if you don't get it this time, I don't know what to tell you. And I'm telling you, my ass woke up so quick having mm. to do that. And this is where Blossom and Grow came from. The strength of it. I already knew what I was sent here to do, but I did not know and understand in what capacity. And that's what I was asking. And he said, okay, here it is. And it was either for me to take it as a negative or grow from it. And so this is where I am confidence in oneself and one I, I'm, this is the theme those who have been chosen to lead you have a blood oath that you have taken whatever that may be you have a, now awakened to that next week we talking about being inspired to do so because sometimes your, your, your calling at first it seemed like a burden <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm almost gonna keep it a thousand. Yes, it, it feel like a straight do. burden. Yes, yes, it do. Because you just like man, and you know, and I do draw back to Christianity a lot because that's where I come from. Like if you look, look at Moses, if you look at Jonah, you look, you know, what I'm saying like these are all people or characters who didn't want to do what they was told to do in the beginning so therefore they were placed into a sit or cause that this caused for a situation to arrive where they were 
where they either had to put up or shut up or like or how i like to say here on the great conversation either knuck buck or shut mm. the fuck up mm. Mm. and a lot of what i'm seeing is a lot of people that i'm meeting on my path on enlightenment have all had these similar moments where it's either i got i gotta do it or i'm gonna be miserable yes yes this is yes. the Great Conversation Podcast, man. I am the I am hyphen X. We're speaking with Stacey L. Smith of Blossom and Grow LLC. Guys, we just dropped a link. If you guys have any questions or anything here, jump on. Uh, you guys can leave your comments in the comment section. Or you guys can click the link right there. You can come on live with us here. So let's read some of the things here that's going on here. Allie, Allie says she's she's at Gemini Energy. Yep. <laughs> I'm a Gemini. Go ahead and let everybody know your sign. I, I know it already, but go ahead and let them know what your sign is. I'm a Pisces. Yep. I'm I already knew that, y'all. Y'all late to the show. I already knew that. Look at Alex. Look at Alex. Alex in here. Yeah. She's talking about Gemini <laughs> energy strong, <Yeah>. boy. <laughs> Gemini, absolutely. Yeah. She said they experienced they experience power, power moments absolutely if you are not if you are not on your path and god is trying to redirect you that's all those tower moments are it's for him to him she source spirit whatever it is that you call it to put you back on your path because you've gotten off of it and god wants to lead you to where because he has something amazing for you to do and he has abundance upon abundance to give you but you gotta be on that path that they have laid out for you already and that's the thing is we try to fight it we try to fight it and we keep going after things and when we're going after those things they're not the right things and god's like nope 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 that ain't it try it again and as you keep doing those things and you know you're not right. You know it's not right. You feel it's not right. And you're ignoring your intuition. God is there to gently guide you back. We may not think that it's gentle because it ain't sometimes. Sometimes it look ugly as fuck. I'm not even going to lie. It's hard as hell. But there's a lesson in it for you. And there's also a blessing at the end of it. And I feel like we're so scared to let go because we're so attached. We're so attached God has to bring in those towel moments to say, okay, it's just cut. I don't care. I don't care how scared you are. Do it anyway. You do it scared and be blessed. That's right. I always, I always say that to be scared and to be nervous is two different things. You know what I'm saying? To be nervous, you're going to go through with it. If you're scared, you're going you're gonna to fall through. So mm -hmm. just be nervous and go through because even Beyonce still get nervous before she get on the stage right oh, now. Yeah. We and do got somebody who, who, who chiming yeah. in. Yes. Let's see here. We got somebody chiming in here. Oh, Alex. Okay, we're gonna bring Alex on. Hold on. Hey, Alex. Y'all finna be mad because I was really just coming on here to say hey. Let's see. Oh, come on, Let's Alex. See. Come on now. <laughs> she did not. Alex, welcome to. <laughs> oh, gosh. Morning, Alex. Alex. Welcome to the show. Oh wait, did I take her funny. off? I'm sorry, y'all. We experienced. Yeah, y'all know it's in a retrograde. I, I, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Come back on. You know, I'm always trying to do these, all these uh, electrical things I through the retrograde. Let's see, Alex. Working your magic. Oh, nope. She's gone. Okay. Well, thank you for coming through, Alex. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for coming <laughs> through, right. Alex. Absolutely. All right, uh, Stacy. Stacy, go yeah, ahead and let everybody run your run your run your tags. Let everybody know where they can find you, where they can reach you, all those good sure. things. And any any final comments? Okay, so uh, you guys can reach me mostly on Instagram for Blossom and Grow. It's at Blossom and Grow LLC on Instagram. You'll always see us posting on there about the events we have um, coming up and. Um, all the different events that we're going to be doing around the community. We have a Harvest Fest coming up in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia at the end of October. It's a healing community event that we're throwing down there. 
uh, Blossom and Grow and Serenity Oasis. Also, um, that's going to be, like I said, October 29th. Uh, it's a Saturday. It's going to be from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Lots of community uh, vendors are going to be there. People from Baltimore, people from Virginia. We're all going to be getting together and uh, trying to heal the community. Um, also, you can find us on TikTok at Blossom underscore and underscore grow. Um, we are on YouTube as Planted Purposefully. It's planted underscore purposefully you can find blossom and grow there and um also on facebook you can find me under planted underscore uh purposefully for blossom and grow you'll be seeing us more in the community if you are interested in having a plant therapy session or workshop or community event done by blossom and grow please reach out to us. You can reach me on Stacy at blossom-grow.com. That's my email. Um, you can also, like I said, come on to our Instagram, our TikTok and DM me. I'm always open. For closing remarks, I just want to say thank you so much, bro, for having me on. This was amazing. Okay. I love your energy and I've loved it from the first time that we talked. So I knew that this was going to be amazing. And I can't wait to have you on my social seeds. That's another program that we do every other Sunday and Thursday uh, where we have people in the community that are doing amazing things in their community for healing trauma. We have them come on and talk to our guests. We have survivors come on and experts that to show you different ways to heal your trauma holistically. Okay, so we definitely hope that you'll come on, Dinez, and we can't wait. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be there, man. November the 6th, guys. Check yes. me out. I'll be over there. We'll have all the officials. You know how I do things, man. I like I like flyers. <laughs> I love, I love, I love making flyers. I so love is making that. Flyers. She loves making <laughs> she, she makes an amazing flyer. Let, let me say this to everyone right now. Everyone under the sound of my voice right now. We all have been given gifts. We all have been given the grace to understand what those gifts are. Get your ass up and get to moving. We are on the we are on the move. The divine are on the move. There is a war being held. That, that war is mainly in our in each one of our minds. But we can lean upon one another for strength and guidance iron sharpens iron mm. iron sharpens iron mm. i am the i am hyphen x this is the great conversation podcast and remember you don't always have to agree to have a great conversation peace let me end broadcast there